Welcome back to the Dose of Travel podcast. This is your host, Navila, and I'm really excited to have you join me for another episode. Today, I wanted to address something that I get asked quite a bit. Um, I think I never thought about it this way before, but what it's like to travel as a South Asian woman. To be honest, I never really put that as my identity all throughout high school and even college. I mean, I obviously knew that I am like a Pakistani American, a Desi, a brown girl, but it never really played into my identity in a way where I had to categorize it as such. And I think I've finally come to terms with it and understand where most other like South Asian girls come from and I think it's really important to bring this topic up because there are definitely things that have hindered me from traveling and I know that they affect a lot of other people out there. Um, So I think one of the most common questions I get asked is how do you let your parents travel like that? And it's a completely valid question because I ask my other friends how their parents let them do a lot of other things. And travel was definitely not an easy thing for me to convince my parents. And I think I have some advice to offer you guys. But basically, how I got my parents to let me travel was they didn't really let me the first time. This is how it all played out. I was, I think the biggest catalyst in this was, oddly enough, my parents let me go to France um, for two weeks through an exchange program that was happening in my high school. So I was 14 and I had a French student come live with me. And then we had the opportunity to go there. And once they had the French student live with me, I think they like liked the idea and like saw me engage and really enjoy in what was happening, which was really surprising because I'm not an outgoing person and I literally don't understand how my parents let someone come over for two weeks when they don't even let me have like didn't even let me have sleepovers as a kid. But regardless, I had this experience and it was a really, really great experience for my whole entire family. And it was just something out of our comfort zone. And when the opportunity came, I the trip was quite affordable and my parents were just open to it. And so when I went to Paris for two weeks, I lived with like a host family. I was away from my parents at such a young age that it kind of just opened this door. But also I came back and I was like, okay, I'm 14 and I've been to Paris, France. And like, it was the best time of my life. I feel like you just never like forget about that and like not pursue that again. And so after that, I was still pretty unambitious and like didn't really know what I was doing with my life. And then once I think my junior year, I got super active in school. I was really motivated and I was like thinking about college, which had never like ever even come up in my family it was always assumed I'd go to community college and then like commute to another school after and transfer out 
And then something in me changed and I started like taking school more seriously, like applying myself, um, volunteering, getting a job, joining sports. And I started to apply for colleges away from home and I wasn't going to settle on staying in my hometown. I think that's when they knew that I was going to be a pain in their butt because I was the first one in my whole entire like family, extended family, to go away to school. And on top of that, I was a girl, which going convincing my parents to let me go away to school was pretty difficult in itself. I know that they were concerned about what the other aunties would think, what the community would think. I know there was a lot of people in my community telling my parents that they shouldn't send a young girl away to college, that they'll come back rotten or they'll start doing, they won't be like Muslim or practice Islam, like they'll start drinking and they'll just turn over to the bad side and like that's when you'll really lose them. And my parents ate that up and they didn't really know who to go to, but I think there was a level of compromise and they had a good level and trust in me. So I moved away to school to go to pharmacy school and I picked a school that was like affordable, a state school, had a really great pharmacy program and like I showed them the benefits of me going away that I would save money by not going to private school in my hometown and I would have only to do two to three years of undergrad and then get uh, accepted to an accelerated program. So I laid out the pros because that is like a number one tip. Like if you want to convince your parents to let you do something, you better have like a PowerPoint presentation or like a pros and cons list that you're ready to like recite. Um, I think that's what really set it into motion was me going away to school. And then the rest kind of unfolded after a very tough first year of college. Um, From not really filling in in high school to going away to college and expecting like this great experience, I had a really tough time balancing like schoolwork and the college experience. I really didn't want to let my parents down because what child does and I feel like we are ex- have so many expectations out of us and being a firstborn like female the pressure was like super high and I was just not enjoying my studies my experience being away from home I was really homesick and then I went to go visit my best friend in winter break in Europe for two weeks so they were easy with me doing that because I bought a round trip ticket and I was going to visit my best friend who they had like known for years come to love and like they knew that I was just going on a little vacation and was paying for it myself and was going to be back in time for school like my education was not going to be halted like I was still working like everything was on track and that definitely helps when you are still following what your parents want a little bit, but then, like, ask for a little in return. Like, for me, I was on track for everything, was taking all my classes, doing well in school, paid for the trip myself, had a job, 
like I said. So that trip went well and I came back super refreshed and ready to take on school and like ready to see the world after that trip. I went to Belgium, France, and the Netherlands and honestly had the best time ever. Like no college frat party would like would compare no like college football game or like any college experience like I was hooked that moment I went to go visit my friend in Belgium so then I came back and I knew my parents were not open to the idea of me traveling and I honestly didn't even know what I was doing or what I was thinking the idea of me traveling was so foreign to my friends from like all of my friends from college they all looked at me like I was crazy and then I started to think I was crazy because I'm 18 and like I'm away at college like I should be like having a summer job like and doing like things like that and it never occurred to me about like traveling and it just felt so strange to think about and it was during finals week that I bought my first one-way ticket to Madrid Spain for my au pair job And basically what I did was buy the ticket before I told my parents what I was going to be doing. Rule number one for me and my family, don't talk about what your like plans are if they're not like set in motion because then your parents will find a way to like derail you from that and convince you not to do it. So for me, I always know that I need to be 100% sure about something and confident in my decision before I tell my parents like, already have a ticket in hand already have like plans or like committed to like with my friends or have already like quit the job or like sent that email pretty much so for me I never tell my parents what I'm thinking and ask for their opinion once I've already come to it with talking about it with my other mentors my friends um like colleagues co-workers blah 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 whatever it may be then I go to them with like my final decision and I found that to be best because you've already like done the internal work you know what you want and so whatever your parents have to say is just going to be their opinion and like you're able to shut it down more confidently when you've already like come to that decision have it in your head and mindset so for me I bought that ticket and I went home with like a great GPA, a great semester, and I told them I bought this ticket to Spain and this is what I wanted to do. And I found ways to make it sound more appealing. So for me, I was moving for a job, which would be an automatic like resume booster. I was going there to learn Spanish. I would be saving money because I have a job and a place to live. I wouldn't be alone because I was living with a family. I introduced them to that family online so they could like put names and faces together. They could like understand like what I would be doing, who I'd be living with, who I'd be spending my time with and like so they could feel safe about it because I know that sometimes it's hard to believe that your parents want you to be safe and they just like don't want you to have like fun because they're just always negative or turning down things but I wanted to make sure my parents knew I'd be safe 
I made sure that I like I had a plan of like when I would come back, how I'd afford things, what I would do, um, contact information for them, like articles about what it's like to be au pair and other people doing it. Most times my parents will be like, we don't care what other people do or say. Unless, of course, it's when they are trying to tell you to do something and then they use examples for their benefit only. But when you try that trick on them, they don't care what other people say or think. Like, they'll just say, I'm your parent, or like, I don't care about so-and-so's daughter. Like, that doesn't matter. (laughs) But I still compiled, like, a whole list of everything just in case they wanted to change their mind. And I had that ready for them. But also, I wanted to remind them that I was still going through pharmacy school. I was still going to graduate on time. I was going to be back before school. Um, that I was not in fact doing drugs and this was a sober thought and no one's told me about this idea. I came to it on my own and this is what I really, really want for myself. Like constant, like reaffirmations, like about everything was like key. Also, I bought my flight ticket for three days after. So I only got three days of being yelled at or like got getting the glare or like the disappoint. I'm disappointed in you type conversation three days was my max I knew I had to like go before like they made me more fearful or like scared or regret my decision because that has definitely happened multiple times so moral of the story for that come to your decision about what you want to do and then present the idea to your parents two you have to get over the fact about what people will think and just go for it. Your parents are always going to be disappointed, um, but they always, always come around. Three, make that pros and cons list. Have that just in the, like, in your back pocket. Have a presentation if you really need one, um, or if you're just, like, really good at, like, telling people what you want then like make sure you do that. My parents always told me I should have been a lawyer when I was younger because I always had an argument or was always super defensive about something and I pretty much had like every rebuttal ready for when they said like why are you doing this? What are you doing? What like where are you going to live? Why are you like why can't you just get a normal job? Like all of those questions I had ready. And that's basically like my tips for how to get your parents to let you go abroad. I think the next question that most people ask me is how do you deal with what people have to say about it, especially in your community? So I I find it so hard to like be bothered by what other people have to say because I just think like people who gossip and like tell people how to live is like the most frustrating thing but I understand like how toxic it can be and how it can really like get to you. I've pretty much heard everything. I've heard it from my parents about what other people have to say or what they'll like make up and say about what they think people are thinking. And then just 
being pretty much the black sheep sometimes of like an entire community or like your family my first like obvious comment is you have to get over what people think about you um a lot of a lot of the chatter and like the beliefs come from like really old like traditions and like culture and like an upbringing that like our parents and other generations had that we like we don't have to deal with anymore like luckily we live in a country with more freedom and times have changed like like everyone is way more independent um I just feel like females are allowed to do a lot more like we are presented with a lot more opportunities and my parents didn't grow up on that same belief so it's like really hard for them to understand the things we like people want to do nowadays because it's so foreign to them and so new and they didn't have those opportunities so basically every time an auntie or an uncle says something like when are you going to stop traveling and like live close to your parents or when are you going to move back home you can't move across the country you have to live next to your parents so you can't take care of them or an unmarried woman can't move abroad or can't go like far away like you have to come home you have to live with your parents you can't wait to go to college like all of that I I honestly am pretty upfront about it and I will say that this is what I want and this is my decision and that other like anyone can do this like these are opportunities open to everyone like females males like getting married has nothing to do with it anymore it's an old it's an old way of thinking and I will get married when I want to get married I have been pretty open about everything when people say something like that and sometimes in the beginning I would just get so flustered and I would literally just say like mind your own business and walk away or like cry or like hang up on the phone or like not talk to my family for extended periods of time and I've come a long way but so has my family and I think it really just takes like sitting down to your parents and your family members and having like a really deep conversation which sounds almost impossible um because like I feel like brown families like don't like to have deep conversations um about anything (laughs) but I don't maybe it's just my family but basically you have to be really sure about what you want to be doing and hold your ground and that is how I repeatedly have done it and now you'll see that I've been to over 30 countries and each trip has gotten easier but I still get a lot of backlash like most recently was when I graduated from pharmacy school last year in 2019 and then I decided on moving to Los Angeles for my job so I actually got this job offer in January of 2019 so what five to six months before I graduated so I'd all always had like the intention of going and had that offer in like the back of my head and then I actually accepted the offer in March 
or April, no, March when I was in New Orleans. I accepted the offer, had told my parents once I signed, and then I actually didn't tell anyone, including pretty much my parents, if I was actually going to move for this job until about a week before I moved. I just said I was still looking for jobs, unsure of like what I was going to do or where I was going to apply. And I told my parents the same thing because that's how I was feeling. But I'd already accepted the job and like at the end of the day, I was ready to move. And I remember when we did tell people like just like a day before that a lot of people were like, you can't move across the country. Like your family's here. Like you can't leave your family behind. And my mom and dad would always kind of make me feel slightly guilty about it once I left. And especially more so when like things were going wrong or when I didn't like it here, they're like, you shouldn't have left. And I think a lot of parents will do that because they're upset and they miss you because I know my parents miss me. Um, But you really just have to like reassure your parents that like you love them and like you're doing this for your like because you need to like um that it makes you happy and that like I always just FaceTime them for big events or try to go home because I didn't move away from them because of that I literally moved because I've always wanted to live in Los Angeles and this was the best opportunity for me and once you phrase it in a way where they can see how much it means to you. My par- the parent my parents always come around. Like once I started to like LA, they were so excited to come visit me and like they're now so happy for me to be in Los Angeles during quarantine because they see me going to the beach and like still having like more fun than I would be at home. Like they know I would be miserable at home. So that's how you get over what other people think um you just own it and you really need to know what you want for yourself so you can stand um stand up for yourself as for what it's like to travel um alone as a south asian that is something different i mean i was recently on a podcast with shreen from edvo And she actually asked me if I've met another South Asian female traveler while abroad. And my answer was no. I've never come across a South Asian female solo traveler or just a South Asian woman while traveling um, at all. I've obviously met a bunch of you amazing ladies like on the internet. And I know you go places, but I've never actually come across any of you during my trips, which kind of says a lot about the travel industry. I think we all realize that there's a need for diversity in a lot of different industries, and travel's definitely one of them. And I never really dubbed myself as a South Asian female traveler until it came to my attention and lots of people reached out to me about being a South Asian traveler. And it's true, there's not a lot of us, but I really wonder why that is, and I really hope to inspire others to travel more, um, no matter their way of travel and, like, who they go with, but 
some struggles I guess I face while I'm actually abroad. I wouldn't say they're struggles, but a lot of come with being just a female. There's a lot of catcalling and just typical stereotypes about being a woman alone, um, how it's unsafe for a woman to go somewhere. People will constantly say that to me when I'm there, when I'm traveling. They're like, oh, like you're going alone like by yourself like as a girl in like Africa or throughout Africa or Europe. Like you could get raped. This could happen. You could get kidnapped. Um, you could get mugged. Like it's not safe for a woman to go by herself. Um, I get all of those no matter where I go. Um, and... It's true, those things could happen to you, but they've never really deterred me from going. I mean, I think the only advice I have for you is to be street smart and like aware about your surroundings and do your research the same way you would do in your own hometown. Like, it's crazy how some of the different cities in like the US are considered dangerous and like you spend like your day there and work there and you have no idea about what goes on I think it's just more so exaggerated when you leave like a place of comfort and so people automatically think all these other bad things will happen once you leave like your home because home is home the only other things I guess I face when I'm there is people don't understand that they just are not aware of like the different ethnicities and different cultures like whenever I travel people always assume I'm Indian and awkwardly like shout Indiano or Indian at me or say like namaste or like call me princess jasmine or like Pocahontas or something like that and that's usually a time that I use to educate them saying that I'm not Indian and I'm in fact Pakistani but I'm actually American which most people, at least when I was in different parts of Africa and definitely when I was in Thailand, people wouldn't believe me when I said I was American because I looked Indian. And those, I feel like, are just innocent moments where people really just don't know any better. So I use it as a way to like explain um, the difference and the different cultures. As for any, like, negative experiences as a South Asian, I only really remember them in Italy when I was an au pair in the north. I didn't see a lot of, like, South Asian people at all who lived there, like, or anyone with darker skin, for that matter, and the north tended to be had an idea of what like South Asians did in their country and they always assumed that I was like like a low income or like was working on the street I remember I went into an ice cream shop and someone literally told me I couldn't come in because that was like soliciting and they thought I was selling something and I was like oh I'm here to like eat an ice cream and like I don't like work here and live here and I'm like not selling anything I'm like I'm just like a tourist and that was really weird and I didn't like that at all um I think it's really interesting when you travel to different places because people 
are either really curious or have their own like stereotypes about it but it really doesn't change from what you experience like in your regular like life like I feel like there's stereotypes that people have in my own home country that like could align with or differ but there's still stereotypes that people have and you face them kind of no matter where you go the one thing I think I have learned being a South Asian while traveling is I think I've become more confident in my skin one like once I travel growing up in a very suburban like white town I always felt like I looked different but then everyone started to like use the word exotic to explain anyone who wasn't who was of a different race it felt like but once I travel I don't feel like I'm exotic but I also don't feel different like I feel really great in my skin and I feel like beautiful and I feel confident and I feel less insecure than I do or did I guess that's something I've learned while traveling because in my experience I've only had mostly positive experiences while on the road like my race was never a question it was actually like something people question about to know and learn more and educate because when you're traveling usually you get really woke people who are on the road and are traveling because they want to learn about a different culture want to learn about a different language and are they're typically open-minded and open to diversity so I've only like really had mostly good experiences where people are like wow like you have beautiful eyes like are you from Pakistan like tell me about your upbringing or like I love like your Pakistani clothes and like what languages do you speak like your tan is like really beautiful your hair like way more confident and like nice compliments than what I'm used to and it's made me see myself in a different light okay so I've talked about how to get your parents to let you travel I've talked about how to deal with aunties and uncles talking smack about you doing what's best for you and I've talked about some of my experiences on the road as a South Asian I think that pretty much covers it for this episode if you do have more questions though I'm happy to answer those on my Instagram at dose of travel um I'm always like really glad and like happy to help anyone who wants to like do something out of the norm because I wish I had like a mentor or someone I could like really rely on or like confide in so I'm happy to answer any of those questions um I hope you found this episode kind of helpful but also like slightly entertaining about how I went through my journey and yeah I really Look forward to hearing what other people have to say about this and thank you for listening.